0: The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that... The park was closing in like 15 minutes.
1: Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful
0: V.C. turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa!
2: (laughs) And outrun a few!
3: Drive the Nissan Rogue.
4: What's up, family? I'm Tamika D. Mallory, and I'm my son, the general. Welcome to Street Politicians, the, the place, place where the streets, streets
2: and politics meet.
4: Yes, yes, oh, yes. We
2: got us an episode today.
4: It's enough going on. Ooh, man! Listen, the world has shifted. It keeps shifting, but it's man. shifted again.
2: If listen to me, I was in our Airbnb in Atlanta after the day after we participated and helped the. All the organizations in Atlanta who was out there doing work to make sure that we got a Senate that was actually able to help this administration pass some laws for black Passing people. Pass some laws on our so, behalf. And you know, and we were celebrating that. We It's had, so
4: sad that you can't say it. like can't even Because you don't know what they're going to do. You don't so know. You, but the gotta...
2: only thing, we, we, we know that, listen. <laughs> we did we know, our job. We did our job. That's, That's what all we know. We know that we did do. our job. Right. We looked. We said, Okay. We're gonna put all the feet on the ground. We went out to Atlanta. We the stayed. The feet on feets. the ground. All of the feet. The boots. The boots and the feet. And all that. We was on the <laughs> ground and we was out there working and we knocked on doors. We handed out pamphlets. We it drove do people feel to like the... feet
4: on the ground. Oh, feet. It does feel oh, like feet's feet on the ground my, my when you knock ground. it on them doors. Listen, door knocking. And it was cold, freezing. Door knocking. Is very very hard. Yeah, people think that going out and knocking this stuff is like fun. Y'all look like y'all having a good time. Some people don't want you knocking their door. We make it look fun.
2: They looking at you through the door. They got dogs. They got dogs. Guns. Everything. It's Georgia. They you know guns. Georgia. They got this open carry state. So you I knocked be-
4: on. We knocked on one door. Emil Washington from Woke Vote and I were uh, when we got in teams and he and I were walking through this neighborhood. So one door that we knocked on, first of all, I think that in this particular corridor, it was like a, a dead end, like a cul-de-sac. I think that black people called each other on the phone and said, they out here again. Don't open the door because nobody was nobody home, was but them. everybody's cars was in the yard. Everybody, cars all up on the grass and everything. They, they were having barbecues, but they weren't home. Um, but there was this one place that we walked up to and it said, um, it's not worth it. No, nothing that we have in this house is worth your life because we have several guns in here and I'm like and I'm supposed to go
2: ring <laughs> yeah, the doorbell just go and put that thing on the porch
4: <laughs> exactly and, and, have yeah, you...
2: and scream and say have you voted <laughs> that's,
4: that's what, what you I did. Do. certain, certain that's places you, do. you just
2: walk up you look you assess the situation and you so oh, this is dangerous it's pretty you dangerous. can die here so yeah. you put you put the little pamphlet on the thing you say hey Make sure you go out and vote.
4: Make sure we just, you know, you we have just, to we announce just, We just got
2: some literature here to make sure you go out and vote if you haven't voted.
4: Which is what they did not do for Breonna Taylor, right? And Kenny Walker. Yeah. Because we know that when you're, I don't know about other people's communities, but I know in the black community, when you are going to campus to knock on doors, to bring them groceries... To you know, provide a service. If you are a friend, a visitor, a parent, when you approach the area, the more noise that you can make, the more that you can make it clear that I'm I'm not I'm I'm here here. for peace. Yeah, you can get out a lot
2: or something. You gotta let your, you gotta know who you are. Cause nobody's <laughs> right. more than likely we ain't gonna shoot at the police because we We're people are scared to shoot the, the police. police. Niggas ain't shooting That's at the police. That's why you know Because we understand to, you're going to jail forever. You shoot the at the police. Like, who shoots at and the police? And if you're gonna shoot at the police, you ain't shooting one shot. The, the person who made the de- determination that I'm shooting at the police, is either ready. gonna kill or they die. They he ready. ain't saying, yo, let me shoot one shot and hope I and let them catch me and kill me. No. That person has made a full <laughs> assessment. <laughs> right. That I'm trying to take you out or you going to take That's me out. It. So if somebody shot one shot, they did not know no police was What happening.
4: did Ruby D tell uh, Denzel oh, Washington and, and, and American Gangster? American
2: Gangster. She said, listen, <laughs> I know you don't kill cops.
4: Everybody knows.
2: Everybody knows. You don't Your kill wife knows. <laughs> Your brothers know. Everybody, Everybody knows. Except
4: knows you. Except
2: you. And, and she, she said, <laughs> said, she said, she, I, she, <laughs> she looked looked said, listen, I will leave I you. I
4: will leave you. She and said, she, she will leave, leave you. you too.
2: I will you leave gonna cause black people know you so can't old, kill no cop, no cops. So shoot, do anything with cops. So anybody that thought that these people actually shot at the cops on purpose with one shot that ricocheted off the ground <laughs> is out of their damn mind. We all know completely that completely out of their mind. So but, that was never. But
4: anyway, knocking on doors is hard, and we did that in in Georgia. We For really days we and did
2: days on in. And shout out to woke vote, DeWana Thompson, Emil. All of the, their whole team. Yeah, they've been with us, you know, Tristan. From the, Tristan from the whole state of the state of emergency tour until we went to Georgia. You know, the the camaraderie that we built as a team right. is just dope. So until so, so and my world story. World. I was telling my story. Okay, guys. All you right. know, I was just we were celebrating. We was happy. We was like, yes, we just finished the gathering spot. We we seen the votes was in. Everybody was amped up, and we went to sleep. <laughs> we woke up, you know. We woke up. We had a long night. We went to but,
4: sleep, but we all knew that there was going we to knew be was a rally. We, we heard about the, so the we rally, so we went to turn so on the TV. We said, "Let's turn on Linda the TV." Linda was like, "Let's see what the fools
2: are doing." And I turned on the TV, and by the time I turned on the TV, you know, I'm listening. Trump is up there,
4: too. Right? That was you guys were watching. Listening so I'm to watching Trump, Trump right, talking his and he,
2: address and, and his address, and what he was saying was just. I was like, "Is he really saying?" that? He said.
0: We're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never... Take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong.
2: That sounds like he telling people we're going to go and hurt someone.
4: Right. Because like, I know. If I, if, he it, said it's going to take force.
2: It's going to take. We're going to take it back with force and it can't be, can't be weak. weak. That's right. You
4: can't be weak. And I'm
2: like, yo, are y'all here what I am mean? He literally just said that on TV. Now, if well, we all said of these that, people, if
4: we said that. By the jail. time we turned, no, but you forget jail. about jail. Well, that's one thing. I mean, let's let's Trump's let's supposed get to be in jail
2: it. right now just for that. Listen to me for that statement alone is treason.
4: Let's talk about complete treason. We'll talk about the Black Panthers and others who just for the mere statement were locked up just for the mere statement because they treason. said it is inciting violence. That is what we have heard over and over again in history. But for us, we know that at the point that we would have had that kind of energy, like, we gonna walk down here, we gonna take back, no weakness. As soon as we would have turned around, they would have been lined up in the street with tanks, dogs, shooting tear gas, shooting flash bombs, like, what are we talking about? They did that, and we was walking down the street talking about we shall overcome.
2: That's it, holding hands.
4: Holding arms.
2: These people, they got guns, they got sticks faces is mean, they done painted their skin, they got every, they walking <laughs> down a block like this, you look and tell that they have a they tone things. about yeah. them. Yeah. We walking down with our hands like this. We Kneeling, praying.
5: Overcome. Y'all don't be saying
2: that we say we Well, whoever's saying it, but the bottom think. line is, the the response to us and the response to them is just so, it was just so different. I think as I watched those people take over that capitol building and i was just really in amazement i say yo i don't care what we say about trump trump is a gangster man trump trump is moving he's like, a criminal no no it's gangs this this uh, is what well, i'm trying did, to. but y'all tell trump, me
4: that all gangsters are not No he's a criminal and that, gangster yeah, because okay, you know let's what it get is because,
2: right no no because at the end of the day he's a criminal he has the criminality Along with the gangsterism, because the bottom line is, that man told his people, tear it down, man. But listen, if they don't look, they are threatening our democracy. It was a landslide; they took over. We got to take our country back. And he said, "These people out there, he been yo Trump been doing some gangs I've never seen. <laughs> Only person I've seen move like him is Al Capone." And John Gotti, I've never, I've never seen nobody else move like this. This man is literally calling hits from the White House. He has told people, "Look, oh, he told on me. We're gonna take care of him. Right. If you don't tell on me, we're gonna get you out of we jail. We're gonna pardon. We're gonna you. pardon you." Like I have never
4: in man, my and that's life... what he's been doing the last few weeks. This man is pardoning criminals. He is calling for violence. He is causing civil. Unrest. I mean, he is so dangerous, but as I have said it, I say it almost every episode. I'm going to be saying it forever. It's cute now that Facebook and Twitter and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and all these people have found somewhere in the sky that this can't happen. This is wrong.
2: No, it's not cute. But
4: they were it for years.
2: You know what it is? These people understand. A significant situation right now. Trump is about to leave office,
4: and they gotta still deal and they with gonna these do like, people. Like Denzel said,
2: no, Denzel <laughs> said we are gonna put cases on all you bitches. <laughs> they put cases on all you. We all y'all. This shit is conspiracy. Yo, listen to me. This man is running an organized crime syndicate, and this they shit, are participating. And they realizing they are that they're like, yo, this, yo, they like, you know what? When he get out, ain't nobody protect us. Because he done yeah. told us he could pardon us. Right. When he ain't the president no more, and these people come down with them charges, them conspiracy charges, I don't need nothing to do with it. They like, you know, I looked at Lindsey,
4: Lindsey Graham the other day. Lindsey Graham was smacked on he TV was like, the other night. He was, he was like, he had listen, had man, I love few, you. I wanted, to, wanted you
2: to win. I wanted you to win. I, I wanted everything. <laughs> but we got to stop.
4: No, and they were. He said, we got." He said,
2: "But we gotta got stop at this point. there's it, it, nothing here for us." People, I wanted you, please. There's nothing else I like, can do.
4: Lindsey Graham looks like he's drunk, like he's had a few. I was sitting there having me a few, like Lindsey. Me and you together. This is too much. Yo, it's this is too. This is much. over the top. It it's, is. It's just and a woman. The woman got shot these people the lady had the trump flag and the american flag Did you see the video that she made before
2: she cursed out Kamala Harris Yeah
4: it's, I mean like, these folks and you still feel bad because you know Cuz you black don't want
2: people. nobody to die. We listen to me. We going to we going to hug them when they shoot we would us. Say, so you know.
4: If it no if it was one of us that there are many people many white folks just got to say what I got to say. They would say you deserved it because you shouldn't have been there. You asked for smoke. You, and you got it. That's what they're saying. It. You
2: asked for smoke. With you got it. us,
4: we say, "Oh my God, I'm still, still, I feel so bad." You know that this could happen to her. This woman was killed. I you just, know what I just I, said, man. I, I looked. So I was bad. very
2: bad. I just when I seen it, I just said, "R.I.P. to Breonna Taylor." You know because I really understood. No, I won't, I know
4: I, what you're saying because it was really bad. So because horrible. when you look
2: at that situation, I think at that point, right, you understood. So imagine. You sleeping in your home, mm. and the police kill you. You just walked in the door, you unarmed, and the police killed you, and, and people are, are sad. I are unarmed. Be. I'm not well, sure what she, they were. I don't know what she I was, but the bottom thing, line is you don't want people the to lose their life.
4: It seemed to me like the black officer in one situation, the one, I don't know if he was a FBI, you know, whatever he was, military, not military, like um, Secret Service or something like that, but that officer... And then um, the other officer that we saw being chased up the stairs trying to stop the mob that was coming in the, the building seemed like the black officers were taking on the responsibility Yo, of doing all the work. Yo, listen to me. The man
2: work. was at a door with... How did they leave that black I, man at the door I, with a stick?
4: I, I, he had he a had, no, stick and he, he was waving. No, he had a gun. He had a gun? Because I saw it. But he didn't... He know better. Who? He, he, I'm I saw pulling a gun my pistol on his, I saw a gun on his waist. Oh, nah, he nah. knows better. I would have pulled up. What he knew better about? He know better than the to shoot a bunch of white people. You listen, listen, go back to. They'll Ruby shoot Z. you. I, they didn't. They weren't. But they. He was the but police. See, but they nah, were But chance. they. You're not but, backing
2: me down while I got a but pistol. But
4: see, the thing is, <laughs> you're not backing me down but, with no pistol. But pistols. it wasn't worth dying or even ruining your career and listen, everything else for shooting those people over them folk buildings. But listen to you me, you know, because it's listen, not about shooting them. No, 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 no. That's the white folk building. You're
2: not getting it. What I would have did, right? I'm not swinging no stick as they walk up no steps. He was
4: trying to do his job. His job should
2: have been back up. Go on where you going. Don't walk up to me because I'm going to protect me. I'm pointed at you like, listen, go on where you going. Go, don't walk up to me. I don't want to shoot you, but I'm going to protect
4: my life. It didn't seem to me. And I think they did it on purpose. I think it was strategic that for the most part, they were holding their hands up. They were trying to show that I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm not even thinking about you. But you're going to let me go where it but is that I'm trying to go. Is, the
2: thing is this. You running up and you not stopping him. You wasn't stopping him. Well, he was trying to do his job. What job was trying to You swinging the stick running job. up the what, what was you stopping him to do? It's
4: an impossible job, They walking job, you down like Mike. this. They
2: look like zombies. They like this walking you down. You swinging a the stick. They like this.
4: It's too much to have to analyze. Listen, because you can't get into the minds of these people, but it brings me to my thought of the day. What is I was your thinking, thought of the day? I was thinking that perhaps there needs to be an education when we say white supremacy and when we talk about the social constructs of you know racism and and white privilege. It seems like even though we say it all the time, there still needs to be an education that we're not talking about individual white people. I
2: think that makes sense. That's a good thought to have.
4: Yeah. Like, perhaps there needs to... Because I still... In fact, I wrote on my social media when this all first happened, like you said. We all met downstairs um, in the living room and we began to watch this craziness that's going on in the news. And I immediately ran to pick up my cell phone and to tweet out black people. Stand back and stand by today. You, you, you don't need to go to work if you live in D.C. You don't need to be running around town. And definitely do not go out there getting yourself involved in white folks' tantrum that they're having with the America that has promised them something that they feel is slipping out of their palms. That's right. Do not go out there with that because it's not our fight. It doesn't mean that there is not a fight that we are engaged in every single day and that we don't have to fight for our lives. But it is not our fight to go and get in the middle of white people fighting white people about white privilege. We shouldn't be in that. And And there were people, one of my family members says she shared it because she knows what I'm saying is 100% accurate. And she talks, she got a lot of white friends. Um, and she said that they started calling her, and they were very upset because they were saying, are you speaking about me and my family and I'm white and I didn't do this and, you know, I, I'm. I, why, why are you coming at us like this? It's and not I us. Said, it's not us. This to- ain't
2: about you, <laughs> Becky. This ain't about you. See, the problem with this is that you don't want to listen
1: mm. because
2: we have to say it a million times. We mm. have to continue to clarify. When we talk about white supremacy, it's not white people. There's a white construct. Mm-hmm. America is built on a construct that whiteness and any proximity to whiteness is power. Mm. It is. Influence. It, it, it gives you an opportunity to have justice, to be treated like human beings. You watch the officer see an old woman, and I wasn't mad at this. There was a white officer and this white old lady who had just stormed the Capitol, and he walked her down the stairs. He grabbed her hand because he looked at her and he seen a humanity. He looked at her and said this is could be my grandmother. And even though I might even though I might not agree with this or even if I do agree with this, I don't want to see this old woman who I identify as someone that I should take care of. Harmed. Mm. That's what humanity is. Well, what happens to us, you walk into an old woman's house named Deborah Dana, who is mentally ill, who is 67 years old, and she has a pair of scissors, and you shoot her two times in her abdomen. Mm. You know why? Because you don't see humanity. Mm -hmm. White supremacy makes you not see the humanity in black people. Mm. So it's not about white people, it is a structure. Because black people, can participate in white supremacy because there are black people who have been taught that they are less than so they so when they are around other white people who practice white supremacy they believe in order to move up they have to look down on their own people mm. they have to look at them like they're not human so don't just take it becky it's not about you no it's not It well, has well, nothing well, to do with well,
4: you Well, you know you know you
2: the only way it's to do you,
4: what you're saying what i'm saying is not it's, it's
2: not you but individually but it, well it, yeah, and if but, you don't identify that your whiteness gives you a lot more privilege mm. it does it gives you more powerful lebron james moved into a neighborhood as a almost billionaire and they wrote nigga on his home. Right. You don't have to experience that. You know why? Because it doesn't matter how much money we have. Like Jay-Z said, we are still nigga in the eyes of those people who practice white supremacy.
4: Right. Who live in... and, 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 And the thing is, when you say it's not about you, Becky, it is about individual Beckys. Although, we're not saying that every single white person agrees with it and again, Practices every day oppression of white other person
2: people, benefits but every from it.
4: single white person absolutely benefits from white privilege. Every single white person benefits from it, and if you are not anti-racist, I'm not talking about being nice and I have black friends and we all cool and I don't go out and hurt people and my daddy didn't have slaves and my grandfather helped to get some of the slaves free at some point. I mean, this the things I hear. The things they were, well, I, I, listen, I, I, I found a document in my house that shows that my great-grandfather actually helped to get Miss Sally free. Okay, that's yeah. wonderful. But we're talking about you individually. And what we're saying is that being anti-racist means that you're not just a good ally, but that you are also an accomplice in this work and that you are as invested to the point where you make daily sacrifices in order to ensure that nothing about the privilege that you were afforded as a birthright is present in your workplace as a human resources director, as an educator, you have to make sure that you literally sacrifice. So that means that you might be getting uninvited from the barbecue, right? At your family's house. Because when they start talking about those niggers, you say they're not niggers and I will not be here and participate or even hear or allow any type of conversation that happens around me or my children that degrades a group of people. It means that your girlfriends who talk down against other black women or you know, make fun of our hair, make fun of our nose, make fun of the ways in which our children look, that you are constant. that you are known as a person who draws the line. So just going along to get along and being a nice person and you don't do these things to people and you pay folks that work for you properly and you treat them nice, that's cool, but we have to actually do work. In that is dismantling painful, the that structure. Is, that is that is painful. That is sacrificial, and that there is a, a true commitment to helping. To your point, dismantle and unravel the systems that you benefit from. So it is about Pe- Becky. Because Becky has to be at the table, but we are not talking about you specifically when we are speaking That's about right. white privilege, Spirit white supremacy, and 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 what those individuals, all those folks. Somebody said to me, "Well, there were black and brown people out there also." Okay, that that may be true. We saw we saw a, fo- we we saw a, f- guy, a few the fools. There's always a fool. There was the one limit.
2: guy. We seen him. He was there. Right. But did you um, notice that he looked like Cain from Power?
4: No, I didn't. You did. That. Yo, you didn't had to look at him, him. He was standing there. He had his but, book bag. He looked like he
2: was coming here to see if somebody sent him to make it. I don't know what he was doing. But a lot of people said he was there to get his stimulus check. He was check. there to get his stimulus and, check. And I'm not mad at you to get your stimulus check. But there were black
4: people who had the t-shirts on that said they were for Trump. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know how many of them stormed the Capitol and were doing the things that they were doing. But I will say There are
2: blacks for Trump. We know. Oh, it. no. But, but just because
4: them. they are black Person for Trump doesn't mean that they were a part of those who committed the crime of going that... inside the Capitol and doing all those things. So, so yeah, of course they were. But the majority of people that we saw, yes, the majority, the overwhelming majority, yes. were white people. That's just a fact. Like, why do people get upset when you tell the truth? Yeah. It is the truth. That is what. Happened. So now, as another white person who sees what went on as being bad, right? It's terrible. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe Trump. Don't put this on Trump by himself. We almost should stop talking about Donald Trump's involvement, you can't because you can't separate him from the incident. But to focus on Donald Trump specifically and to like put all your focus there and your eggs in the Trump basket is really you, you don't have a good analysis on what took place because the same behavior, the same type of um, uh, animalistic behavior that we saw take place on that day, the tantrum that was thrown, it it happens all the time. But It has been happening for over 400 years, because how the hell you think they got us here? How you think that they got us on chips, okay? You think none none of our people tried to fight?
2: Colonized.
4: How you think they took the Native Americans' land? That's exactly how they took it, the same way, with the same type of evil intent, the same criminal behavior, and they continue to do it. And it might not look like climbing up walls, but it looks like building walls and it looks like supporting a man who said he was going to build walls and it looks like building prison walls and it looks like putting products in prison and having prisoners in there making your stuff it looks like it looks like judges locking people up locking black people up for crimes that they would never put a white boy in prison for Okay? It looks like a whole lot of things that happens in our community. It looks like trapping us in public housing. It looks like not properly educating our children. Okay? It looks like a whole lot of the stuff that we see. Mm -hmm. It's just that this time, we actually got to see the animals on the side of the walls. You know, I've been talking about the walls. That was the best part of my day. Show them how you do it.
2: It was Spider-Man. Charlie. I call him Spider-Man. You know, but for me... Chuck. When you when you understand when you talk about white privilege and white supremacy, and if you really don't get it right, I want you to just look at these videotapes. Right, these are white people who are coming to cameras and announcing crimes. <laughs> no, no, just think about it. They the lady had, said I was they storming were,
4: the Capitol. What they are you were talking about? Federal
2: crimes, <laughs> and they came to the camera and said we were. We, we were storming when the, the Capitol. Is so it's well, a how revolution. Did you get
4: Mace? She said, I was storming the Capitol. Like, what kind of stupid question? Like, are what you kind asking of stupid me?
2: One guy was talking <laughs> about how they broke the windows. He had blood on his hands and he was explaining it. And I'm just sitting here saying, what the hell is going on
4: here? Meanwhile, on a serious note, we know people died, which is awful. People were killed. Let's just say people were murdered. Okay. Yeah. So we know that. So that's bad. But there were also congressional members and staff members with families locked in their offices. My friend's father, because I don't know what he has said publicly, I'm not going to mention his name. But my friend's father was barricaded in his office with his staff and did not know if that if this was the end of their lives. They had no idea what these people were doing. This was some really, really serious stuff.
2: It was very serious,
4: man. And the fact that they did not, because guess what? We have been arrested and several of our people have been arrested in sweeps, right, where when the police come out, they surround the entire corridor in a way that there's no you can't go anywhere. You can't get out. So if you are in the middle and you know that, you know, we tell people in our organizing all the time at a certain point within this protest. If you are not trying to get arrested, when they start saying certain things or moving certain ways, it is time for you to get out of the perimeter because at that point, you're going to get swept up. That's a fact. So so my thing is, brothers and sisters or people, people, these people, was on top of buildings. By the time they got down, they should have been getting arrested. It should have been a sweep and they should have... Put those orange, what's them orange things that they bring out? Don't get us started. What's the orange? The thing? Barricades. The little barricade, the little plastic barricades, where they yeah. take it and wrap it around an entire group yeah, of they, people we, and lock seen you up. It a
2: Bunch of times, you know, and it's just because, like I right. said, they were working with them. Yeah, you, that, know, you right. realize that they were actually working with yep. the police. They opened the barricades. They they walked the man. You seen them walk the lady down. So there was a joined effort. There was an organized effort for these people to work together. Yeah. And um, the, the privilege in that, the privilege, like I wa- I watched numerous people walk to the camera. This man had Nancy Pelosi's mail. He mm. sat in the chair, they were taking selfies. Another serious like, thing. Like black people know when we committing a crime, we ain't taping it.
4: We running from well, you. Some of our people. Look, JoJo would have like
2: JoJo would have been, been like no, this. No,
4: actually. Probably one or two. Nah, cool. that's, a, that's a big... Uh, listen, that's another episode. But they are put... Well, actually, we've talked about it before no, on I'm, Street Politicians. Some... It, it may look different, Mike. It look way different. But some of our people... Because they done got away. They go.
2: They get away showing, and they showing no, the they, money that they, they, they come not really
4: with. they're getting away because you, you swiping with somebody else's credit card with your face on the camera at the Gucci store. I mean, it's not smart.
2: But this we do the, inten- the same thing. The intentionality in ways. is that you just walk. You standing on the Capitol <laughs> steps, saying, "Yeah, we just stormed the steps. It's a revolution. We 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 knocked out the windows, and we're coming back. We are taking over our country."
4: And with it, Victoria Penel, one of our young mentors, men, she's a she's a mentee. Excuse me, but shoot, Victoria is, is a leader in her own right. Um, she had the her her tweet that she uh, tweeted the other day that said. You're asking the question, why haven't the cops shot these people? Who they not gonna shoot Mima and Paul Paul? Like these <laughs> are people family. that they know. It like you said, they see themselves in these individuals. They know for sure that That's there right. were law enforcement officers mixed in. I just I was debating someone who tried to tell me, oh, these are trailer park people. No, the woman who was killed, she was worked for the Air Force, not the airport. The Air Force. These people are influential. They sit in high positions. And the fact that some of us still believe that they are just trailer park trash folk, they, you know, which I, listen, I have family members that live in the trailer park and they're not trash, but that's the language that is used sometimes to describe certain types of people. They are not trailer park folks. They work in schools. They are on boards. They are doctors. They are lawyers. They are police officers. So we need to. It's it's like it's almost like we're punch drunk. Like we still keep having the same called, conversation.
2: And that's exactly what the streets are talking about. Whoa! What's it's called domestic about? terrorism. Oh. Um, that's what it is. It's, it's homegrown terrorists. America has an America problem. <laughs> You don't have nobody else. America has. They're talking about the America problem. (laughs) When Joe Biden said this is not America, he was lying. Mm. America is not better than this, Joe Biden. This is what America has been, Mm. and we're glad that you actually can see it because this is what we've been telling you. America has been for years. Mm. Welcome, like you said at the Women's March. Welcome to our world.
4: Yeah. You know this is what
2: this is what we've been experiencing for our whole lives. America has has looted. The Native Americans. America looted us when we got like this is what America is. So when Joe Biden made that speech, and 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 everybody said, No, 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 Joe. Joe. Joe, 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 no, no, no. This is exactly who America is. And we've known that. And it's sad that we actually have to see it in this in you know, in, this in 3D. Way. In and this our, way. Children and our children are watching. And our children are watching it. But the thing is, change is gonna come. We are we at we're at, a, we're we're at, at a, the a stage. Right now, with change definitely has to happen. You know, so Joe hopefully Biden Joe Biden, me. Joe Biden scares me he because scares sometimes me. he says things and then he said, you know, if this had been Black Lives Matter, you know, there would have been police differently.
4: Yeah, but, so those but you are things know, that we but the reason knowledge. why he scares me is because the moment that Joe Biden is in and the responsibility that he has, right, like the order of the day is justice. And equality, we say equity, which is even more important. In order to address those issues, you have to be prepared for this moment. You've got to be ready to to get in the ring and know who, first of all, your opponent is. Mm -hmm. These people are not our friends. He keeps saying over and over again, we and us. It's no we and us. There needs to be an identification at this point. That there is a line of demarcation between Tamika, us and these I, people. I, I but let me that. just finish because what I, no, I'm no, 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 saying. No, no, no. no, I gotta because, just finish saying what I'm saying, and okay. then you could take it. It's not no we, and I get it. You keep talking about this middle of the road thing. But for you to stand before America and make the same state the statement that if it had been black people, it would have been done differently. That means you have some knowledge of history and what happens to us. And then stand there and try to say, this is not America. This is not who we are. And I'm not saying that he should get up there and be like, this is exactly who we are. But maybe just leave that out. Because it's actually offensive. And it's scary because it tells me that you may not understand what you are up against right now. Okay? This is this this is this is actually the soil of the nation.
2: What I'm trying to say is this. I think he understands exactly what he's up against, mm. and I think that he's running the system and a structure that is racist. And the bottom line, the, at its core, America is racist, right? So to, be, to say that I'm going to take over the reins of America means that I have to acknowledge the racism and participate to a certain degree. Every now and then, I get an opportunity to where I can shoot something in to let you know that I get it, but I still want my job right i want my job because i'm but that's the bottom line we we we're asking america to change who it is right we're asking a president, we vote in a the president. There's no president. We watched Obama sit up there. He couldn't say half the shit that Joe Biden could say, right? He well, couldn't say. That. He couldn't say it because he understood the the, the backlash from me saying if black. This would have been black people. They would have tried to kill me. But he did because say that. He was said once in a while. Don't get very very. We're right he would. He would very we're going on to very, the next topic. Listen to because me. He would very
4: lightly tread. You and I are not about to get into this debate today, oh oh. President. The one thing President Obama. Did uh-huh. if he didn't do anything else, he said some shit while he was president. Well, I don't he made some of the most impactful speeches. He on always race made impactful speeches. Any speech. president, but I'm just saying, and I and he think... identified and said when he stood up and said that Trayvon Martin could have been my son, that changed the entire but world. Tra-
2: you listen to me, Trayvon Martin could have been my son. Of course, you're a black man, but it meant he, but, a lot. But listen, what I'm trying to tell you is Trayvon. Nobody called. For the arrest of the people that killed Trayvon Martin, right? Because yeah, that's but what that, Joe Biden did to no, 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 that. Either. But no, listen to me. When when Joe, when Joe Biden said and said the, what happened to Breonna Taylor was wrong, and people should be held accountable.
0: Yeah, right. Well, he said. So, I so think, what I'm trying to I say think is
2: Obama
4: has said people
2: need to be never, held accountable.
4: He never said
2: that. He mm-hmm. the, the most he said about that because I watched. We're gonna it. do our research. I, I did my research. We're gonna do our. The research. most he said is he could have been my son. There was no time that he called for accountability for those acts. All those black people that got killed, even Mike Brown, he always said, you know, it's a bad situation. he never let the
4: system do his exactly. job. Exactly. The he same. has there said was, that. He's always we, let but, the system but, but do his job and, and trust in the process and all but that bullshit. let's just be clear. Okay. Let's just be clear. We're in a different time. What I'm saying. It takes. It takes the statements that Obama made. In order to give I'm not Joe I, but, Biden the ability to go even further. You're not because no, we are the bottom line is a white man can always the say what a
2: black I'm not saying i my statement was never to discredit Barack Obama. Okay. My statement was to acknowledge don't that Barack started, Obama understood his position. You don't gotta fight so me fight over Obama because I love day. Obama too, but, but you I know understood I be on Obama. It's just like what Joe Co- with, um J. Cole said. You know, they gave the man the the um the ship, and didn't tell him he he couldn't do nothing with it. They tell him they made him the the, the um the captain of the ship, but then tell him that it was it was no way to navigate it. So the bottom line is, I he I understood the position he was in. Joe Biden is in a different position. He can say some shit here and then and throw it in, but ultimately he understand that we run America is a capitalist, racist, white supremacist. Organization State. is an organization. It ain't even. A, it's an organization. He understands what he's dealing with. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta politely, but sternly make him do the shit that we need him to do. Yeah, I
4: don't know about too much polite. Politely, Respectfully. respectfully, and sternly. But I don't know about we on your polite. ass, Joy. So you know, I mean, I'm I'm extremely critical, especially of old white men. I'm definitely gonna be critical. That's the bottom line. People could say whatever they want, but I will say, especially I saw my 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 uh, my girl, someone who I support so much, get appointed over the Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice, um, Kristen Clark, and uh, it's it's a diverse cabinet. I want to see more black men. Put in positions of power. I would like to see a black man be the head of edu- uh, of the uh, Secretary of Education. I would really like to see that because I know the challenge that our young black boys have. And, and I think it takes it a strong a black, black man who has worked in public education to go in and really help to, you know, bring our kids up and get our kids excited about learning. And so I want to see more, more black men. It does not mean... Okay, because you know Gary Chambers, our boy who's running for Congress in uh, in Louisiana in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Shout out
2: to Gary Chambers. He I has glad.
4: made some that so we've had Gary on the show. That's right. He's made you know statements about seeing more. We actually more, told him he had to run. Yeah, he yeah, he's, he's made did. statements about seeing more black men in uh, in the cabinet. Um, and in positions of leadership within the administration. And people get so upset, like, oh, so are you saying that you don't believe in and you don't support the black women? Lee Merritt, I was watching on social media the other day, he said he wanted to see a black man, particularly Ben Crump, uh, to become the uh, Solicitor General, which is a person who goes out and actually argues cases before the government, Um, you know. and, and, And people were like, oh... You know, what are you trying to say that you don't believe in black women? It's not that. We're saying if black people put you in in office, then maybe you should not make as many appointments for white people to be the director and have the black and brown people being the deputy, deputy and the deputy deputy and the associate deputy and all of that and move some of them white folks flip the table if that's it and then put some black men in there as well. But you're not going to get everything you want. And you do see the diversity. You do see women being put in very serious positions of power. And I'm excited to see where this goes. But I also know that the work that we'll have to do to ensure that we push them all. Because everybody, when you go inside of a corrupt system, and there has not been an overhaul of that system, people get a little comfortable. People get afraid. They get afraid to speak out as much as they did when they were out here protesting with us. Look at Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City. I don't know what the hell happened to him. We used to be protesting together. He was talking big shit. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened to Bill de Blasio. I don't know either. So, you know, we have to fight He got into the system and the structure.
2: It's easy. Like I tell people all the time, it's easy to you know, criticize the system from outside. Right. And say what I'ma do. But when you actually get inside that system, you realize- you about
4: the man with the gun. Anyway, my next guest.
2: But no, no. Before our next guest, I got some shit to say. You do not. You done cut me off 65 times. No. I'ma oh, say some please. shit today. Go back and I'ma say some shit today. So listen, what I was saying please. was, before I was interrupted again, all right. mm-hmm. that when you get into the structure that is not meant for you, it is very hard to change it. Mm. So, this administration, mm-hmm. the next administration, none of these administrations are going to do everything needed no. to give black people power and equity in this country. We have to utilize this administration. We have to utilize every peace that we have. We have people inside. And like we said, representation doesn't always mean that it's the best for us, but representation gives us
4: an opportunity and
2: a better chance. Speaking
4: of representation in Georgia, we just won two important Senate seats. Uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock, who is a dear friend of mine, and John Ossoff uh, have uh, been able to beat two incumbents, which is very difficult to do and encumbrance with a lot of money, which is very difficult to do. And one of them's last name is Purdue. And I never did take the time to go back and look at why his name is Purdue. Is he part of the Purdue family? I don't know. I don't but know he probably is. Um, and you know, it's a, it feels good. You good. were a part of it.
2: I did could. You did do a little work. A little bit. A little bit. Nella. Nah, nah. <laughs>
4: Anyway, we're going to bring our next guest right now. I'm I'm su- super duper, 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 I don't know if that's the word, excited about uh who we will be hearing from today on Street Politicians. We have some good guests.
2: We always have good guests.
4: Do you think so?
2: Always. <laughs> Before we go to the next segment and have our special guests join, we're going to take a quick
0: break for our sponsors. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything, and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides. Loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt, and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app.
1: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot... Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
5: There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events. Like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro. More storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Require a 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See attcom slash iPhone 15 detail
4: of all the guests that we've had on yeah. street politicians and there'll be many many more on the number one Millions, the, the number best one. podcast Ever. in the world number we're gonna one. have all the, awards, all the awards everything It's this Emmys, is number one after emmy yes yeah. we're number one that's what we are so you know we're speaking it into existence, into existence. and uh our guest now is someone who Um, You know, I will not get into the personal story that I tell everybody. I probably tell a story so much that, you know, at this point, most people already know. But at at a real dark time in my life, um, this woman stood up and stood next to me and, you know, didn't judge me and supported me and helped me financially, which is really, really important. Um, and, you know, she went on to be such a good friend to all of us. She invited us until freedom at the very, very beginning into her home, helped us to get organized, to um, also find ourselves as four co-founders trying to come together and be a strong group, uh, use so many of her skills, her staff, and, and just poured into us so much she that did. eventually... We asked her to be the chairwoman of Until Freedom, in which she has taken that on um, as a very serious, serious job. And the care that she's taken specifically for Until Freedom is because she clearly cares about the work and the people and Mm -hmm. cares about what we're doing. And so um, having Monique Eidlet to come and join us today on Street Politicians to me is a great honor. I'm proud to have her
2: to be in the presence of such awesomeness.
4: Greatness. Monique.
2: Monique.
6: I, I miss you both. I can't wait to see you. Yeah.
2: We miss you too, queen.
6: Tamika, I
4: need that intro everywhere I go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Take me on the road,
2: yes, boo.
6: Ma'am. So it's such an honor, honestly, um, you know, to be here with the two of you, to, to see everything that you all are doing, but then to see that you get to actually sit down for a moment and then have a conversation um, to help continue the education to people. Mm. It's just, it's such a blessing. It's so amazing. And then you invited little old me on. Yes. Yeah,
4: little old you.
6: <laughs> Listen,
2: little
4: old, old her. There ain't nothing little
2: That's about Monique. Hilarious. She, is, she is a wealth builder. She mm. is an entrepreneur. She is a visionary. She sits on the boards of... Fortune 500 companies. She just does so many things yeah. that we can't the even. The is extensive. It's extensive, but the person she is yes. is even bigger than yes. that. So when you talk about little old you, we just trying to. We, we trying just,
4: to. We trying to be like you, and we grow there. up. We just trying to get to where you <laughs> is. So there's so <laughs> much that we could talk about today. You know, we call you Mo, um, and and most of the people who love you call you Mo. There's so much that we could talk about. Um, it's it's almost hard to find the place to begin because we could go back and talk about your career in the music industry and how you were able to build an empire and then to unite with another very strong man within the industry, your ex-husband, Timbaland, who is your friend, a very good friend. I watched the way that the two of you co-parent, and it's amazing to see the beauty of Black love that continues beyond marriage beyond relationships um but you you helped him to build his empire um you built your own so many people like Jimmy Ivine and others have you to be grateful to for your work Your work ethic, your tenacity, um, knowing that you went on to say, okay, I'm going to take my wealth and find a way to help other people, particularly black folks, brown folks, and women become wealthy. Mm -hmm. And that being your new career, knowing that at one point you worked at USA Today as a leading executive. I mean, there's so much that we could talk about that this show, I don't even know that we have the time and space. But the most recent thing that you did um, is what to me speaks to your character Mm. and the uniqueness of a black woman. Who has been counted out? We have been counted out so many times by everyone. I think that when this, when Discovery Channel—I don't care what you say—I'm saying this—that when Discovery Channel asked you to be a, a a part of a participant on Undercover Billionaires, I'm sure they put the one hundred dollars in your hand, just being, just knowing you would not be able to do it. I know there are some people there that probably were rooting for you, but there were some who said, we're giving you $100 to go out and build a million dollar business. And they didn't believe that you could actually accomplish it. And now we're watching the success story because we knew that you, if no one else could do it, if no one else could do it, (laughs) Monique could do it. That's right. Well, you know, I'll
6: tell you, Discovery has actually been so, they've been super, super supportive. Um, And really, they actually wanted inclusion and diversity because they know it matters. Mm -hmm. It actually matters. It is the difference. You know, you can't can't actually talk about change and impact and inclusion if you're not actually showing it and, and helping your audience experience it. And so for them, it was important. For me, it's important. I'll tell you, I think that this was the most difficult thing that I have ever, ever done. And from day one, before I stepped into that city, before I knew where I was going, I had one mission and that was to represent black and brown people so that we could actually know and that others could know that we're more than just, you know, an athlete, an entertainer. Mm. We're business too. We're human beings. And for me, that narrative was so important. And then I just wanted to represent the underdog mm. and then it I got to represent Tacoma because I fell in
4: love with that city. So you went to Tacoma, Washington. Tell us more about what happened. What is Undercover Billionaire for those people who are watching that don't understand what you just went through? (laughs) The worst thing I ever did in my life. (laughs) The most difficult thing
6: I went in my life. But the challenge itself was this. They can take they take your identity. So they give you a fake name, an alias. They give you a hundred dollars. You're allowed to bring one bag of clothes. Um, They take your cell phone. They take your computer. They take everything. They take your credit card. They take everything, literally everything. Like they went through my bag to make sure I didn't have anything. Like that was crazy to me. Um, They take everything they take and they give you a $100 bill. They give you a used vehicle and they give you a new cell phone with no contacts. Hmm. And so both of you know me well. I live for my relationships. Like right. that is that is how I built my career. I believe in it. Relationship networking to me is the most important thing. And they took all of that from me. And then they dropped me into a city that I didn't know where I was going. And they said, you have 90 days to build a million dollar business with $100.
2: So you are the first black woman to ever black be on this show. Person, person period?
4: period? What? On the network. Lord him. Wait a minute. Ooh. Ooh, so at, on this show, you. there have not been other black not people and particularly black women. Well, so this is only second season. Second this season. This is only
6: second season. Wow. Um, Glenn okay. Stearns, who he is just honestly the most amazing Yeah, man. he
4: seems to be. Yeah,
6: yeah, he truly is. He has a heart for people and uh, everyone understanding each other and understanding that there are different journeys and different experiences and we have to understand them all. Mm. So he created this show actually as a bet that he could be stripped of everything as a self-made billionaire. And he was the first one to do it. He actually got super sick during filming, but he finished it. Um, and this is, you know, for him, it's about building up the underdog cities and helping people understand the, you know, the concept of community. And we all know that very well, right? Like we, we as Black people, we rely on our community um, for support. And so it's, he took that
4: concept, he did it first, and then this is only the second season. Oh, okay. So the second season, They have this brilliant black woman. You go to Tacoma, Washington, where we just found out black people live. I didn't even know. They have a
6: black mayor. They have a black mayor.
4: I had no idea. So you go there. And now it's important, not for bragging, although I like to brag on you, um, but for context, that you live very, very well. <laughs> I think you're in your home right now. So people can just see a little bit with the couch that's behind you. Wow. So what kind of build business did you build?
6: So I'll say this because okay. can't, can't tell everything. everything. Yes, people gotta watch it. Tune in, tune in, tune in. Yeah. But if you watch the first episode, you will see quickly, literally like the second day. I'm like, you know what? Access to, to health, like mm. healthy options and healthier options. It's a human right. And we've allowed marketing and, you know, the the constant of the the idea of quick and convenience to be over to like where it shouldn't be healthy. And so literally immediately, I had an instant idea of, I'm going to start with some healthy juice shots.
2: It's been years since you had to grind like that. From the bottom. From the bottom, like bottom, bottom. When you think about what you went through, do you appreciate it? Does it make you that... Think about where you are now actually in your real life as opposed to where you was. Do you really appreciate it more now? Mm. Or-
6: I'll say this, and both of you know me well. Um, the grind has never stopped for me. Mm. And that's just a fact. I never was, I never, not at USA Today, not creating my own company, not building a label with Tim, not, you know, doing this stuff on uh, Empire to owning my own that's tech. Right. forgot about yeah. that. I always pivoted and did those things so I could learn more, so I could actually help our culture.
4: Yeah, but because, you didn't have to do it with $100 living in Tacoma, Washington.
6: <laughs> right, but, but, but that's the whole point is, is that I did that because at the end of the day, if not me, who? Who who, is our pe- who are our people going to identify with?
2: Mm-hmm. So did you, ta- did you take this as a personal you know, challenge because you wanted to really represent black people, black women. Did you really say to yourself, this has never happened before. They haven't had any black people. I know I'm gonna be first. Did you accept, in your mind, cause I know how you are, you challenge yourself. And you-
6: I, I challenge myself all the time. All the know?
2: time. So I know for you, was it like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna be the first and I, it's no way that I could fail.
6: So it was really, it was really, really deep for me. Like I actually said no. mm, um, mm. And then January, February, March, April may like think about that. And then we had all that stuff happening. We had all of the murders that were happening um, to our black men, to our Breonna Taylor. And it was like, dang. And then I was delivering food to our elders in in, our communities and the grocery stores weren't open or they didn't have the same access for delivery or fresh food. And I was like, you know what? This is crazy. This is super crazy. We need, we need some inspiration. Mm. If it takes me to sacrifice, to help our people with a new mindset, it's a mindset for me. Mm -hmm. I was willing to literally like real talk. I've never left my family like this before. It was a pandemic that was real. I Mm -hmm. was like every day out in those streets in Tacoma during a pandemic where before that I was at home comfortably. Mm -hmm. I was, Coming in my pool every day, doing my Zoom meetings from my living room, you know? Um, So at the end of the day, it it was real to me. Mm. It was super real. Failing was not an option.
2: That's right. Did you almost, did you get to a point where you was like, you know what? I'm quitting. I'm going home. I'm tired of this shit. I can't do it. Day
6: one. Day one. (laughs) Day one, I called my mom crying. Like, what did I just sign up for?
4: Mm. Not your mother, though. Let me tell you, Monique's mother has prayed me through my mom's stroke. She's prayed me through some other mental breakdowns that I almost had. She is such a powerful person. And your mom, the way I see her is someone who will not allow you and your sister, Shakira, who we love um, so much, to fail at all. Like It's almost like you can't. She's like my mom. You can't really call them saying, I can't do it or I won't do it. Cause they become invested in the same thing that you're invested in, the history behind it, and just knowing that a woman can do anything, anything. that anyone else can do. I need
6: you all to watch this because we literally everything you're saying is exactly what she said to me. Mm. And there, I even there's a quote in there that I'm and I'm talking to Rain and I say it to her. I'm doing this so you know that you can do anything you want to do.
2: Mm.
6: It's not about, you know, my mother always taught me, it's not where we are, it's where you wanna be. Wow. I've never used my circumstance. I grew up in the projects, but for me, I was on top of the world because I was gonna be on top of the world. Wow. I want want my daughter to know that. I want your kids to know that. I want all of our people to know
4: we're not our circumstances. Yeah. That's why mental health is real. It starts with the mind. Well, speaking of mental health, in the last few uh, days, we've learned that there was a mental health breakdown that happened among some of the 73 million people voted for Donald Trump, mainly uh, white folks. There was some of our own folks out there. I saw a few uh, who were mixed in, uh, who really, you know, the mental health issue that they are dealing with, I believe the diagnosis is white supremacy. That is, white supremacy is a sickness. It's a mental health sickness that has to be cured. Um, And unfortunately, and I know you and I have discussed this, it almost is as if what is happening in this moment, this meltdown has to happen in order for us to be able to get to a place where we have true equity and justice and all the things that we've been fighting for And that even though it's painful and it looks crazy and it's scary and people are dying, people died in the Capitol building um, because of all of the chaos that took place there. But it's almost like, just like many of our struggles, even though I don't know what they're struggling for, but that's a whole different day's conversation, um, people have died, right? People had, there have been casualties They are at war, in my opinion, with themselves. It's not our fight. There are many that are there. There are many things that we do have to fight. And we are collateral damage every time America gets in trouble with itself or anyone else. Black and brown people suffer. But there is no reason for us to run to the streets to be a part of this war that white folks are in with other white people because they're all trying to fight for supremacy to hold true. And black people have begun to recognize our power.
6: That's right. You know, Dan Rather um made a, a, a very important statement for media today. And you know, journalism is a real thing. The words that they use. Are, it, it can determine how someone perceives that, mm-hmm. and I, I actually was really honored that he actually said, "Stop calling this protesting.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Stop it. We have an accountability," and that's a an OG saying it because he knew he he knew he needed to say that because these are not protests; these are terrorists.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. That's you
6: right. And you know, they they want to talk about we couldn't say black lives matter because all lives matter and blue lives matter, yet they were out there killing, killing those cops. Right. There's themselves. Okay. That's right. Let's just be honest. You all know it takes a lot of a lot to organize. Mm. That was an or that was an organized Absolutely. event. Okay. Absolutely. And the fact that the fact that they were able to penetrate a federal building like that. They allowed them to. They were allowed
2: to. That was part of the organization
6: though. Right. You understand? That was so part when you talk... of the organization exactly,
2: because they somebody organized that they would allow them to have access. If you look, there are films, you know, a lot of different clips where you see the police saying, Come on, come through, opening the gate for them to That's come right. through. So we, you know, we realize and it, it's just sad that it takes other people so long to realize and people are starting to visually see things and you know, you can't continue to just act like it's not happening anymore. You know, mm-hmm. we we're, we're like Tamika said, we are definitely in a state of emergency. And you know, and as we awaken, when you look at the Georgia race and you look at what we've done, how we've come together, you know, to make sure that we've elected um senators that give this presidency and this cabinet the opportunity to actually pass some legislation. Yes, that is gonna okay. benefit us, you know. They're seeing that. We are what we're seeing our power every day because we've been taught for so long you don't have a power, your vote doesn't count. What are you doing that for? You don't count because and what we realize is if I don't vote didn't count, they wouldn't do so much to try to suppress it. Right. So we've come to the point now where we see our power and they are so afraid of us coming into that power. And I wrote on my social media the other day and I let you speak that. America has lied to us for so long. They've told you that you don't matter, and this is what this is. Amer- you know these these quote unquote protesters and patriots, which we know are terrorists, are only acting because America promised them that white supremacy would always rule. Mm, you know, and when powerful. they and when they see now that that is a lie. They are protesting America for lying to them. Yes, right. So let them deal with America, because we never believed that anyway.
6: Right. I, You know, everything that you both are saying, and yes, Tamika, I loved your, your statement, and then I loved what you said today, Mice, earlier on your social media. The reality is that this is a perfect opportunity for, first of all, for us to take a step back mm-hmm. and allow them to behave in the way that they have always behaved with us. Right. This whole nation was built by oppressive people. Like, mm. lit- like they oppressed us. It was slavery that built this. Like, mm. this has never been a good nation. Mm. But, literally. And so the, the point is, is that let them, they are out there acting a fool on the airplanes. In the in cap- Like, they're out of control. And the point is, they don't even know why. That's the crazy really, thing. Really, they don't. When they're being interviewed, they actually do not even know why. They cannot say because people are getting murdered, because, you know, they're losing jobs. They're not saying anything. They don't even know.
4: All they know is that in the end, um, first of all, they're losing their numbers. Their race is decreasing, right? So they're having three, four, five babies trying to ensure that white people don't become the minority. But yet and still... Latinos are quickly becoming the majority. Latinos, black and brown people, um, as they say, the country is browning. And so that's the first thing is that there is a fit. It's a literal fit that's taking place as they see their numbers decreasing and feel that they're going to lose power. I think it was a bad move for them to allow Donald Trump to be president. Not that they haven't had racist tyrants in office in the past, but they allowed their president to go forth in showing us how deeply corrupt and racist this nation is. And as black folks always do, we respond when our backs are up against the wall. And so they they allowed Donald Trump to go so far for these last four years that now the the bag, the cat is out the bag. The sheet is off the head. Right. And so we see it so clear that people said, OK, I don't even believe I don't believe in Joe Biden and Kamala Harris that much. It's beautiful to see a black woman, um, you know, as the VP, all those things. But I'm not that excited Yet and still, my vote against Donald Trump is extremely important. And they lost what they believe, what they perceive to be power in their minds in the last few weeks. And it literally has drove them crazy. And you spoke right. about, Dan, rather because you um, uh, were an executive at USA Today, let's talk about how the media is covering this incident. Now, it started out that they were so upset. Oh, my God, we can't believe that these things are happening. But as soon as Joe Biden stood before the country and said, if this had been a Black Lives Matter protest, I know that they would have been treated differently. Black people would have been treated differently than those white folks. I watched the entire news cycle shift to people being very uncomfortable. Why does he have to be divisive? These folks don't like truth. And the right. media is playing a role in encouraging these people. And they don't think that they are, but they are actually a part of the process.
6: I believe that all, the whole circle, we have to fill up with equity and equality, not just the, the civil rights, not just the political side, financially too. And when we actually have a bigger stake financially, and we, we build more successful companies and stop building the the Louis Vuitton, so to speak, of the world, mm-hmm. and we start building. Then we build bigger media companies. We have more impact. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to start building our wealth. We have to. Wealth is wealth is what runs everything. Right, the money is what runs everything. You know, the 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 media can say what they want to say because it's look who's look controlling
4: who's it. Right.
6: Yeah. And so, you know, all of these areas are important and we do. We have to make media more accountable. I loved what Charlemagne and then did this morning on The Breakfast Club. Mm. They literally said, oh, the FBI needs help. That's weird. Cause all we <laughs> had to do was Google and go straight and here, so here's all the names, FBI.
4: Right. And
6: so the reality is that instead of being quiet about it, we have to put it out there. And we the only way to do that is through media. And that's why shows like this is important and, you know, all all, all the other things.
2: Well, you know, we we, like we always do. We sit for hours.
6: I know.
2: We we could do this for hours. (laughs) Unfortunately, this show is not that long and they can't even take all of the, you know, the jewels 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 that we can give each other. But we want to say thank you. And we want to tell you that we appreciate you not only for what you do for us, but what you do just in general in this world and what you represent. Tell us where can we get this, watch this show, what time it comes on, so people can tune in, because we need them to watch our we representative our represent queen. our queen.
6: It's Undercover Billionaire. It's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's also streaming on Discovery Plus. The first two episodes are up right now on, on Discovery Plus.
4: Monique Adlett, our our chairwoman of Until Freedom, our sister, and the star. Of Discovery Channel's undercover billionaire. Yes. We love you. We support you. you. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Go ahead, Monique.
4: Peace out.
0: Love you. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it.
1: When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
4: for 99 cents per month each. AT&T connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR 36 month agreement on each. Well qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com/iphone for details. Monique, man, I mean such an inspirational dope sister. Um, we had the best friends.
2: Yo I was just saying that same thing. We are like, the best friends. We have so many dope friends. And, and, we do, we and we're we not do making episodes, up a story. For real. Like, right. We can do episodes <laughs> alone with just our friends that would be like the best episodes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it
4: happened. And, you know, we have a lot of friends, which, you know, not a lot of people do. Which uh, is a blessing. It is a blessing. A lot of people say to me, no new friends. You know, I don't, women have never done anything for me. Um, and I've had some challenges with women along my career. And so I understand some of what black women and other women go through, especially when we're all sort of fighting for the very limited um, leadership opportunities and budgets and, uh, you know, and, and, and things of that nature. But I have been blessed to be wrapped with. Black women who are my friends. They are my sisters. I do trust them. Kat Trig is one of those individuals, the producer for um for street politicians for this show, uh, also the head of iWoman TV. Um, I have I have been blessed. We love you, Kat. We yes, love we you. I do love Kat. I have been blessed. And at, but Monique is very special. She she's is. she is she's she, she stands is. out by herself. Because of all that she's been able to accomplish. And she walks around regardless of what may be happening with a mission, a goal, and a purpose at all times. She has a
2: level of confidence that you just don't like. She walks into a room and she knows. Mm. She knows what she possesses. You can't talk her. Like she walks in confidence. She's aware of what she talks about. She always brings something to any Situation that she's in, and that's just she's just a blessing altogether. She's,
4: she was a part of, along with my my other friend, who we have to get on, Marvette Brito, um, and uh, and of course Latoya Bond, my manager, um, our the manager for this show, yep. um, Monique worked with them to get my book deal together. So she knew so much about the book industry, and just because she's just a smart business person. And just to watch her navigate um, in a space where I had... I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Somebody told me they were going to give me a few dollars. And I was like, all right, let me write the book. And they were like, nah, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You actually have to negotiate. You need to talk to a number of publishers um, and have her as a friend in business for our organization, for Until Freedom. It feels good. It's like you know that she is going to ensure that the best product is constantly birthed. So. I love her. I'm proud to have Monique I am in too. my life, and, and she's
2: such a dope person. And it's amazing. so sad that I have to go to my I don't get it after we talk about so many beautiful oh, things about Monique. What
4: don't you get today, sir? I don't get. <laughs> Are you yelling?
2: Yeah, because it's, you know it's sad because we just talking <laughs> with this beautiful woman, and we have to.
4: That's the way. That's always that's our revert existence. back
2: to dumb shit.
4: That's how we do. You that's know
2: how it, it I, is. I just really don't.
4: But at get. least we have the moment. The Monique moments. And then we have, I don't know. Yeah,
2: because I think that's like the balance. The negative and the positive is just the balance of life. So we got to deal with it. But what I don't get is how anyone, like anyone in the world, white, black, green, purple, kind of red, whatever (laughs) color you
4: are. How can you be green
2: purple? In this moment, after all we've been through, you still don't understand the difference in the way that black people are policed. Mm. You still don't understand what our plight is. How can you look at what happened at this Capitol where police actually ushered, you know, criminals and terrorists into the building Mm. when black lives matter who were protesting, who literally were protesting because they just wanted charges brought against officers who actually killed people peacefully walked up to the front of the steps. And they had, hundreds of army-geared, federal agents, national guards, everything, but these people who had planned, strategically planned, they had seen them violently go to different states and take over buildings, mm. push... They knew this people, these Proud Boys had been doing this all over the world, and mm. they planned this situation and there was no level of security. And the reason why there was no level of security, because the security was working with them.
4: Yeah, And, and I, anybody
2: I that so. says anything else is lying to yourself. So I don't get how people continue to turn a blind eye and act like, you know, no police brutality is not a thing against black people. You know, the, the way that, police are dealing with black people. It happens to all of us. I I go to my social media page every day and there's one or two people that tell me, you're just a race baiter. You just want to point out things. Talk about what happens to white people. White people get arrested too. White people get shot too. And I ask them all the time, just show me where this happens in the same magnitude that it happens to black people. And I I have no problem posting If you show me police brutalizing white people who have no weapons, killing them and shooting them and taking their rights and, you know, violating their rights on a regular basis. I would love to promote that because I want to show how the system is not working for everybody, for everybody. So, we can, so we can just override. And, I, right. and, and what we say all the time, especially in this situation, is we don't want the police to shoot,
3: mm-hmm. to
2: kill, anybody. to harm anybody. Including us. Including us. We don't, we don't want you to shoot and kill and harm the white people. We just want you not to shoot and kill us the same way you don't shoot and kill them. Yeah. You know, no. and, that's, and that's what it is. So I still don't get it. Hopefully, I won't have to get it. Hopefully, at this situation, we can look and say, you know what? I ain't that, you know, I ain't crazy. I can see what's going on. We, we you know, our, the, the president said, you know, yeah. if this would had been a Black Lives Matter, Situation, it would have been police differently. Well, we know that, and
4: they and they know it also. But you know what? The media, again, as we were saying uh, with Monique, uh, the media plays a role in that because whenever protests, Black Lives Matter protests happen, and there's you know anything a brick thrown, you know if there's a building that burns, all of those things which we totally don't support. But when those things happen, they blow it up. They highlight it so much and try to discredit the entire movement and say that we're thugs, we're violent. Um, And they are immediately so, it seems like they're excited to shift the narrative away from the reason why people are protesting and to call out the reason why some of these buildings are burning. And by the way, to be clear... In the summer of 2020, we learn that many of the people burning down the buildings and causing the chaos were the same people that was out there running up the walls at the state capitol That's building at the you know at the capitol building in That's D.C. A fact. We, they the got, same people that caught them. They we saw them we zoomed saw in them. on them we saw them they caught them they found the woman who burned down the Wendy's that was a white woman they showed the
2: man um, who broke through the, the target the man who
4: was breaking in Target in the Auto Zone they they and that that guy they specifically went back into his history and found out how much he was not a Black Lives Matter um, activist or loyalist. So the same folk, to same be clear, on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. They're on, both, on sides. both sides.
2: So for me, you know, before we end this show, I just want to point out a clear distinction. You know, we, we protested for Breonna Taylor and we sat on the lawn at Daniel Cameron's house. That's right. She sat down. There was no weapons, there was no force. We didn't break anything. We didn't break anything. We didn't knock on a door. We didn't do anything. And 87 of us went to prison.
4: Went to jail.
2: Went to jail. I, I, Why well, I keep saying prison? Cuz I guess cuz I've been to prison. I always say that. But we went to jail. And um people died in the capital. People were injured. Wow. There was violence. They wow. broke down windows. They pushed
4: Through officers, they they pretty
2: much backed officers down. They did all.
4: Wait, before you let before you go out on that. Now, is it not true that there are black folks who are in jail right now because they happen to be somewhere when another person was killed and they are charged with? Whatever association, they didn't pull a trigger, but because you were there and you were a part of causing why this person was hurt.
2: felony murder. If someone is murdered in the act of you committing a felony, then that murder goes to you. Everyone who was involved in committing that felony is charged with that murder. Okay, so... You know, that's, that's a law that has a lot of our young kids who, locked up. Who locked up, who doing 50 and 60 years in prison mm. right now. You know, I know a young boy who I've been fighting for and continue to fight for. He went to jail. He's not a young boy now. He's actually 41 years old, but he went to jail at 17. And for robbing the McDonald's and he shot in the ceiling. And he told the people to get in the back while he ran off with the money. Didn't hurt anybody. Didn't kill anybody. No one was injured or harmed and they sentenced that boy to 35 to 50 years mm. at the age of 17. And he's done 24 years right now and he's mm. still sitting in the prison. Mm. So if we can continue to over, you know, incriminate our children, yeah. mm-hmm. our young boys, and these grown people who publicly announced the crimes that they committed on TV, right, who took lives. Who injured people? Who were responsible for the way people died? An officer actually lost his life because he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Mm. So if 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 we don't see the same type of sentences and charges handed down to these only fifty, this this was the what I was trying to say. Only fifty three people have been arrested. Right, eighty seven of us was arrested for sitting on the lawn. We seen hundreds.
4: Thousands Thousands thousands, of people inside of that
2: Capitol building and only 53 people have been arrested. If you don't realize that there's a different police, there's a different America, there's two different Americas, then I don't know what you realize. Mm. And on that note, I might not always be right.
4: (laughs) And I'm always right.
2: Tamika might not always be wrong. But we will both always be authentic.
4: That's a fact. Peace Peace out. Thanks for joining Street Politician.
2: Yeah.
4: That's how we own it.
1: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.